from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Tuesday, September 20th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. The head of Afghanistan's Peace Council is killed by a suicide bomber. Also today, Palestinians press their case for membership in the UN. They cannot sit back and and just do nothing, so they have to move. It is one of the few avenues left to them. Also, refugee families settling in North Dakota struggle with a generation gap. A teenage girl called the police on her mother because her mother had prepared a very simple ethnic meal for her, and she didn't like it. PRI's The World is brought to you with support from Medtronic, leveraging products, people, and philanthropy to help lessen the global impact of chronic non-communicable diseases, such as diabetes and heart disease, and announcing that this month, world leaders convene at the United Nations to chart a global response to this health issue. Learn more at Medtronic.com. And by IBM, working to help mid-sized businesses become the engines of a smarter planet. Learn more at ibm.com slash engines. I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. Attempts to bring peace to Afghanistan suffered a setback today. A suicide bomber killed the head of the government peace council. That's the group trying to facilitate talks with the Taliban. Baharnadeen Rabani was also a former president of Afghanistan. The current president, Hamid Karzai, has been in New York for the U.N. General Assembly this week. He's now decided to return to Kabul. Before that, though, Hamid Karzai met with President Obama, who condemned Rabani's assassination. Obama also vowed not to be deterred by the killing. The world's Laura Lynch is in Kabul at a compound less than a mile from where the attack took place. She says Rabani was at home greeting visitors. There were two Taliban who wanted to meet Rabani to talk to him about peace talks, and they were apparently inside his house. One of them had explosives reportedly inside his turban. He may have embraced Rabani, and at that time he detonated his explosives, and Rabani died apparently almost instantly. Maybe, Laura, you can tell us a little bit about Rabani and his stature right now in Afghanistan and a little about his history because he made his mark back in the 1990s when he was president during a time when the Taliban was building its power, eventually coming to the helm in Afghanistan in 1996. Well, that's right, Lisa, but his history in this country goes back much farther than that, his history as a player in this country, if you will. He was a member of the Mujahideen, the rebels, who actually managed to get the Soviets out of power in this country, and then he became president, but it was, it was a power that he held on to very tenuously because there was factional fighting. In fact, people call it a civil war among different parts uh, of, of the Mujahideen. And so he held power only from 1992 to 1996, and then you're right, the Taliban swept into power, and he eventually found his way to the northern part of the country, where he managed to cling on to control of a small area of Afghanistan, and he stayed there until 2001, when the invasion forces came in almost 10 years ago now, and managed to make his way back down with the Northern Alliance and find a place back on the political stage in this country as a leader of the opposition. But then Hamid Karzai, the president, found a new role for him last year as head of the Peace Council. 
And the Peace Council, as you said, was established by Hamid Karzai. This is a group that of about 68 people who were designated to try and find a political solution to the end of the war with the Taliban. Is it clear that the Taliban themselves would have been against him? I mean, who, who, who would have had the motivation after all his political dealings through the decades to assassinate him now? Well, Lisa, as I said, he's a very divisive figure, but you know you also have to be careful when you talk about the Taliban because they are now a many and varied group. Would there have been some Taliban who are interested in talking peace, so-called moderate Taliban? Yes, apparently there are. Were there others who are interested in destabilizing whatever attempts at peace there might have been? Well, look around this country over the last few weeks. There, there was the 20-hour shootout in this same neighborhood last week. Uh, there was an assassination of Hamid Karzai's brother earlier this year. There was an attack on the Intercontinental Hotel. All various actions claimed responsibility by the Taliban in all of those cases. So would they have had an interest then?